What's good? Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Welcome to episode number four of Talking with Ballin. As always, I am your host, Ballin Baldolin. We're going to be talking about the No Fun League, I mean the, the National Football League today. I got my brother Dean McKee back on the show to join me in this discussion. We're going to be going over all things NFL, potential sleeper teams, MVPs, our top fives going into next season, and much more. Of course, you already know, I'm going to brag about my Niners a little bit too. So sit tight, I'll be right back with my brother D. Welcome back to Talking with Ballin. I'm here with my boy D. D, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. Good to be on another episode of Talking with Ballin. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate you being on. And I heard there's a there's a pot in the works for you as well. You want to play? Oh, you know it. Oh yeah, tomorrow night it's going down. We have the UFC uh, blow by blow analysis. Uh, I'm gonna have a live on podcast and put it in the group and everything. And anybody wants to listen in, do so. Hell yeah, man. That should sound, that should be a uh, pretty good fights. And I heard the McGregor. Uh, I don't even know the other dude's Khabib. name. Khabib. Yeah, Khabib. <laughs> yep. That should be a good fight, too, to cover. So, heck yeah. Oh, definitely. But here today, we're going to be talking about some no fun league. I mean, uh, uh, National Football League, I should say. Oh, oh, oh hold up. <laughs> throw, throw a little shade there. So, um, who's you, do you got an early uh, favorite for MVP? Who's, who do you think? Who do you think is your hmm. favorite? Early favorite for MVP, I'm going to have to probably go with – this is taking a shot in the dark. I'm going to go with Leonard Fournette. I think he's going to go off this year. I think uh, he had a good season last year at running back, and I think uh, I think he's going to have a second – or another good year, and I think he's going to get more yards than he did last year. So, well, I think he bold. might sneak in there. That's a bold statement, Cotton. See if it works out <laughs> for you. <laughs> yep. Either him or Gurley. I'm thinking Drew Brees. I'm, honestly, this is one guy I think's really slept on and like underrated, just because he's on the Saints, you know. Because think about because he's short, right? And and listen to these <laughs> listen to these stats: twelve straight seasons of four thousand plus yards passed, and five of them were over five thousand yards. And then those twelve seasons, he's thrown for four hundred and eight touchdowns and only one hundred and eighty-two interceptions. That's fucking boss. That is pretty damn good stats. Right for like twelve straight seasons of four thousand plus passing for like the guy of his size, like yeah, that's fucking phenomenal. And I think he's like super underrated and slept on. And also, he's tied third all time with most touchdown passes at four eighty eight with Tom Brady. So him and Brady are going to be uh, duking it out this year to move up on the the list of all time touchdowns. Right, that'll be interesting to see. Right, they're both uh, 50, 50 off of Peyton's record, so you never know. Two, a couple more seasons, and that record's getting broken, I believe. Oh yeah, he could potentially. Uh, these Thursday night games, do you think these are uh, these are bad for the for the sport? Because these guys don't get much time to rest after the Sunday games. You know, it's like a yeah, I think it, I think it's good. For, I think it's good for the sport in the sense that they're making more money, and we get to see another night of football or whatever although generally sometimes the games are kind of trash anyways i can't really remember too many thursday night games other than like thanksgiving day games that are uh, like that are memorable or anything so in that aspect i think yeah it's good for the nfl but not good for the players because if you have a short week you know if you have to play on sunday and then you have to start the next week playing on thursday you get three or you know day of rest and then two days of um prepping for the team that you're going to play and everything. And I think that takes a toll on all the players. And that's why you see so many injuries and stuff is just not a lot of like downtime for them to recover their bodies and stuff from playing such a rough sport, you know? Oh yeah. They definitely take a lot of abuse. And uh, I think the Thursday game is definitely bad for like them for like physical wise, but like you said, for getting for us to watch another game and then making more money, I think, you know, it's a good idea, but maybe they should move it to like, a Saturday maybe or something. I don't know. So like Saturday, but then they would kind of throw off with college football. So they probably couldn't compete yeah. with that. So, and, or maybe give us two Sunday uh, night games or two Monday night games or something like that. Maybe, maybe make one like, you know, a little earlier and make the other one at the nighttime game or something, something like that. If they wanted to give us more, more games or more something to watch on different days, you know, maybe stack it up on, 
a Sunday night or Monday night. Right, that would be nice. And I have to say, the Browns still suck. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, the Browns are trash, but they do got a nice receiving core. But that seems like no matter what they do, they just uh, they they're always gonna suck. They keep ruining all these young quarterbacks' careers. They keep drafting them, and they just I don't know. They never work out. It seems like in Cleveland, it's just like a right. death death hole for uh, quarterbacks. So yeah, exactly. Not to mention they're in a pretty rough division too. You got you got the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Bengals. So it's pretty yeah. pretty tough division. So I mean, I don't ever see them coming up, <laughs> coming off. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, I guess talking about quarterbacks, then let's transition to um, who do you think was the best quarterback last year, and then who do you think is going to be the best quarterback this year. All right, you know, I got to stick with Breeze. That's that's my guy right there. I mean, we know I got well, – favoritism is going to choose Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously. But, you know, I, I got to be realist here going by numbers and stuff. And uh, right. I just got to go with Breeze because I think he just puts up the numbers and the touchdowns. He's got a good receiving core. And uh, I think I'd, I think I'd have thrown there. What about you? Aaron Rodgers? I uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was hurt last year, obviously. Uh, so, yeah. he have a lot of good stats or anything so I didn't pick him for last year actually with Wentz um even though he got hurt towards the end of the year I think he had a breakout season for you know being as young as he is and as new to the league as he is and stuff I think he did a tremendous job and um him and a surprise pick uh Kirk Cousins are going to be my picks for this year's whoa Kirk Cousins huh I think Kirk Cousins might actually do something with the Vikings. I mean, they got a good team. They made it to the playoffs last year. They choked, but they made it. And uh, I think, you know, with a better quarterback, and I think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than freaking uh, Bradford. But I think he uh, – yeah, I think the, he might be able to do something as one of the better quarterbacks this year, maybe even make it to a Super Bowl. I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll go back to the Vikings sec, but I want to keep it on the quarterbacks for a second. Uh, who do you, what's your, who's your top five going into next season? Ooh, top five quarterbacks? Yeah. Hmm. Off the top of the I'd have to go no particular order. I'd have to go Rodgers, Breeze, Wentz, and, well, I mean, obviously you got to throw Brady in there. Right. And then uh, probably Ben Roethlisberger. Yep, I would agree with most of those, except I do have – this was a surprise because I was looking at stats earlier. Matt Stafford put up some pretty damn good numbers. I mean, obviously he's not on the greatest team, the Lions. Oh. You know, let's be real here. But What's his interception ratio, though? I think he threw – I think he was 28 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. It could be wrong, but I think that's what I saw. And he was over, like, I think almost 4,000 yards. I'm not, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. And this is without Calvin, just as uh, post-Calvin Johnson era. So, I mean, he's still putting these numbers up without Calvin. I mean. He does throw a lot of bombs. Right. I mean, and he did have, uh, what, what's his, uh, Golden Tate. He threw a lot of bombs to him. And then. Uh, True. I, and I think the running game is really ass, so they have to throw the ball a lot, just like with yeah. Breeze. But I don't know, but uh, with the Saints, they got the that new running back, Kamara. So, that's yeah. working out for them. But yeah, I think Stafford, uh, he's kind of slept on a little bit too. I just think he's on a bad team and he has to throw the ball a lot. And so he throws a lot of interceptions because he has to throw the ball a lot. So it's going to happen. But I don't think it's like Jay Cutler bad, you know? <laughs> yeah. Jay Cutler's ass. All right, well, Speaking good. of Jay Cutler, he's going to get a job this year? Probably, <laughs> probably not. He's still in the free agents. So I'll be actually yeah. <laughs> him. And uh, a couple of free agents, notable free agents left. Des Bryant. Uh, yeah, where do you think he's going to go? I'm hoping he goes to the Niners because, you know, we need another receiver next to Pierre Garçon. So, yeah. definitely like I think he's being a punk, and I think he just wants to play for the Giants. Be... I don't think he wants to play for anybody else. Right. He just wants to give the Cowboys some revenge or whatever, but that's stupid. Eli's getting old. Like, they, they still yeah. like, uh, I don't think that they're going to be coming back anytime soon. And then uh, right. Navarro Bowman. He's in the free agents. I'm kind of still pissed about the Niners releasing him, but that's a different story. <laughs> right. Well, if he could stay out of jail and stuff, you know, then. The ball Bowman don't go to no jail. He's freaking. You're talking about Alden Smith and all the other dudes. Injury prone, then, if he's not injury prone. <laughs> oh, shit. And then Antonio yeah. Gates, he's getting. What about him? Who? Jeremy Macklin. He's still in free agents. Oh, yeah. Maybe people don't want him, maybe because he's getting up there in age. He's only 30, though. I mean, that's not that old. 
for a reason. Yeah, he's quick as shit, too. I think he's still got a little bit of life left in him. Those are the only free agents I've seen that were notable, but. Right. And Antonio Gates, I mean, he's old, Hmm. but I think he can still get it done. Yeah, he should just go back to the Chargers and retire after, you know, do another season and then retire or whatever. Right. He's been there his whole career. I mean, it makes sense. Speaking of the Chargers, last year they had the most passing yards per game. I thought that was kind of surprising. Well, I mean, you do have Phillip Rivers, who also is like Matt Stafford. He likes to throw bombs, but he also likes to throw interceptions as well. So <laughs> right. that's why their team doesn't do anything. <laughs> and they have a terrible defense. It's kind of a shame he never got a ring. So I always thought he was – I mean, he was all right. I don't think he was, an, he was an elite for a few years. But, I mean, he was a pretty solid quarterback. And he let – you know, he stayed with the Chargers his whole career. So – and he, he didn't fucking pull an Eli when he got drafted by the Chargers. Like, oh, we don't want to play for you fucking guys. And then – you know, got yeah. Three. So that's pretty exactly. Cool. It's pretty cool for him to stay there. Uh, okay, let's go back to the Vikings. I I think they're one year wonders. To be honest, I think, yeah, uh, think so. I, I think so. I think that this that was that was a fluke last year, and I know I'm probably gonna get some flat from the Vikings fans, but I'm sorry, y'all. I think y'all were one year wonders, and I don't think you can repeat the same success with a healthy Aaron Rodgers in your division and Matt Stafford coming up and I just I don't think uh I don't think they can do it again. Yeah, it definitely would be a tough task. That's why I kind of picked Cousins cuz I kind of thought maybe, you know, with a new team and a good receiving core and stuff, he might might be able to break out and actually do something other than be trash in Washington with a bunch of nobodies right. on his team. So, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens though. Yeah, Washington got Alex Smith now. That's that's kind of funny. Right. <laughs> they had to get rid of Kirk Cousins. They had to pick somebody else up. Yeah. Uh, who's, your, who's your pick for rookie of the year? Oh, well, let's just, let's just go quarterbacks. I can't really think of every position. But if we're going quarterbacks, who would be, like, your top rookie quarterback? Top rookie quarterback? Yeah. Mm, that's going to be a tough one. I mean, you know, I don't really know yet. The three I got listed here is Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and Lamar Jackson. I think those are going to be the top three rookie quarterbacks because I think Joe Flacco is going to end up losing his job sometime this season. I feel it. Yeah, he could get hurt or something like that. He's getting pretty old too. Yeah, I think so. We never know. I think his time has come. He's got a Super Bowl. Like he did his thing. Yeah, I don't think Baker Mayfield will just because he's on the Browns. Yep, (laughs) and then. I don't really know much about Sam Darnold. Didn't really get to watch his game, so I don't really know how he plays. I'm not really sure how his, his system is going to, you know, how he's going to roll into the system with a new team and everything. So I'd probably go with Lamar Jackson just because I watched him play in college and stuff, and he's a beast. So, yeah, I'd probably have to go with him. Oh, yeah. Or Mike Vick. Oh. Mike Vick body for sure. Yeah, he's going to be uh, fun to watch, and uh, I hope he does pretty well because it would be nice to see uh, – him succeed because I always like watching him in college. Exactly. So, well, you think they might put him at like running back maybe or something, or they might throw him at like a slot receiver or something like that maybe I don't too? I think he's big enough to be a running back. He might be a receiver maybe. Quick enough to be a running back. He's He's got a LaShawn McCoy style body. I think he might be able to, you know, move around blocks and stuff like that and cut in, cut in between defenders and stuff, but – yeah, I don't know how long, how much longevity he'd have getting hit that many times and stuff. And does he have hands? Because it seems like he had a fumbling problem in college too. Yeah, but that's going to happen when you One run hand. the ball 30 times a game and when you throw the ball 20 times a game and you're like the entire team's offense literally <laughs> and you're getting 300 rushing yards a game and 200 passing yards a game. Yeah, I'd say uh, you're probably going to have a few fumbles in there. <laughs> right, especially when you're running with one hand, the ball in one hand, not two, like yeah. you're supposed to as a running back. So, Right. Well, so then that brings me to who do you think the best running back was last year and who do you think is going to be the best running back this year? Well, last year I got to go with Kareem Hunt. I mean, dude was a rookie and just burst on the scene and just took over the NFL, took the NFL by storm, and that dude was fucking all He's boss. He blew my mind. And – I think yeah. he will be, again, the top running back again this year. And my top five running backs going into this year is Kareem Hunt. As much as I don't like him because he's in my division, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette. And this is kind of a surprise because he's on a really shitty team. But Josh Howard – or not Josh. I think it's Josh Howard. But he plays – he's a running back for the Bears. I think he was a rookie as well last year. 
and he tore it the fuck up as well. Oh. So, I mean, he's going to be under the radar for sure. Nobody, you know, nobody really knows his name because he's on the Bears. So, <laughs> but right. he definitely put up some great numbers last year. He only fumbled once, too, so which I thought was pretty good for, you know, a rookie running back. So, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think he'll be good. Well, yeah, I'd agree with that top five for sure, too. I think, uh, my last year pick, the only reason I, I went with Gurley, the only reason I went with him was because he had uh, more touchdowns than Hunt. But, yeah, I think Hunt was probably better in the sense that he's a rookie and he was a breakout running back and stuff. So I could definitely – that would sway my opinion for sure too. But I think Gurley's right up there. And it kind of brings me into uh, – we can talk about it in a minute. But uh, do you think he's worth the money that he got basically? Um, but – Finishing up with the best running backs, I think Fournette's going to be the best running back this year. Um, like I said, I think I think he's had a breakout year last year, and I think he's a strong, healthy running back that um, the Jaguars are going to rely on real heavily. So I think he's going to have a pretty good year this year and probably be the best running back. But what do you think about Gurley making that money and stuff? I know he's in your division and all that, <laughs> but do you think he's worthy of it? And you think his stats, uh, you know, show what he's worth yeah i think his stats definitely improved what he's worth i mean he does have kind of a fumble issue but over time hopefully that will improve but for the most part it does seem like he you know he bursted out and i think he's how much what is it what is what was his contract uh i think it was like four year what was it four year like 50 million or something like that i think that's fair that's not too bad it's not like over the like some people you know a couple hundred million and shit. So I think that's, I think that's yeah, a fair price. Yeah. And then with uh, Fournette though, I agree because um, Blake Bortles. But let's just be honest here. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, he's a game manager. He's not gonna throw for four hundred yards and five touchdowns. And you know, he's just gonna manage the game for you, hand the ball off, get a couple first downs, slants. So they're definitely gonna rely on uh, Fournette heavily. And yeah, definitely. speaking of the Jags, do you think they might be a sleeper in the AFC this year? They could. Yeah, I think just kind of like the Vikings, I think they could be a sleeper in their division, you know. Um, yeah, anything's possible, really. I mean, I mean for the love yeah, they of God, no it. more New England Patriots, please. Please, NFL. Yeah. I'm so fucking sick. Tom Brady at 41 years old, please just go, go away. away. <laughs> I'm so sick of seeing fucking Patriots in the fucking Super Bowl all the time. Even if they, they've lost, like, that's fine, but still seeing them there, it's like, come on, man. You want, I want something new. Something new. And uh, with the, we'll, let's talk about the playoff format, too, and the divisions. I don't I don't like the whole division thing because a 7-9 and nine team can make the playoffs over a 10-16 and 16 because they won a division. I think it should be the top eight teams from the NFC and the AFC. The conferences are fine. But I think the divisions should be taken away, and I think it should just be the top eight teams from both division or from both conferences. What, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, like, yeah, like you said, I don't think a seven and nine win team or an eight and eight win team. Um, I don't think they should be able to make it to a wild card or whatever. And then you know we've seen it happen before where eight and eight teams make a wild card and then they make it all the way to the AFC Championship game or NFC Championship game or even the Super Bowl. You know, and they're probably not deserving of it, right? Even though they won those games during the playoffs, but you know, a, another team that was ten and six, or you know, eleven and five, or something like that, that was much more deserving. But they just didn't win their division because their division, you know, was stacked or whatever. They had somebody else that was had more wins than them, or had head-to-head wins against them. Yeah, I don't think it's fair fair to those teams, you know, that actually win more games than they lose. Yeah, I agree. I think it should definitely be the top eight teams, ones that have like the most wins but then i don't know how they would determine the tiebreaker though some teams at the bottom have like the same amount of wins like how would they determine they probably have to go like head to head like whoever had the head to head win and then if they didn't play they'd probably have to go like point scored versus you know like the ratio of point scored versus points against or whatever yeah i could i could see that but they definitely should uh they should revamp that because i but yeah i'm pretty sure the year that the giants won the super bowl they were nine and seven so yeah, I mean, exactly. I was not saying they're not deserving, it was, but I mean, <laughs> it was nice. But yeah, it's just weird to see like a team with a losing, almost a losing record. They barely have a winning record, but when the Super Bowl, I just think it's a, uh, it's kind of odd. Do you think? 
Yeah, it's not fair to the other teams, too, that actually played better throughout the season and probably deserved the spot more and would probably give you a better game, you know, oh, yeah. to watch. John Gruden, you think he's going to save the Raiders from uh, what's going on? Seems like they had a good year, then they fell off last year and after Derek Carr's injury, and I don't know. Right. Shit, I Sounds like he's talking shit about his team and stuff. Keeps freaking <laughs> calling his players out and, you know, talking shit about his defense and stuff. But maybe he's just trying to get them hyped up. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, if he's a he's a great uh, football mind. You know, he's taught a lot of quarterbacks and he's been a coach for many, many years and stuff. So, I mean, it's not like he's an idiot and he doesn't know what he's doing. So, I think they stand a chance. Do I think that they're going to make the Super Bowl or anything like that? No, probably not. But uh, yeah, they might make the playoffs. I think maybe, maybe. he might have been—he might have been out of football too long because I don't think Spider White Two Y Banana is going to work every play. You know what I'm saying? Two <laughs> Y Banana is a it good is, fucking play. Is, Let me tell I don't you think what. Don't run that every time, so he's going to have to come up with some new plays in that playbook. Always <laughs> got a fucking <laughs> couple run plays in there, and maybe a trick play. He's right. good to go. Get that Two Y Banana and a few run Heck plays, yeah. and you're good. 18 all over again. Packers come back here and Rodgers come back healthy. You think they make another run? I think so. I think I think so. That's who I'm picking for my Super Bowl win again. Even though I picked him last year and freaking Rodgers got hurt, I'm picking Packers this year. I think Rodgers gonna gonna come out. And I think he's gonna he's gonna bring him to the right. top. It's surprising he only has one Super Bowl for how like for how good they are. Usually, you know, it just seems like their defense always makes a mistake or. You know, something that's out of his control that, you know, something fucks up and they don't end up winning the Super Bowl or going to the Super Bowl again. Yeah, NFC is just a tough conference. That's how it is. It's like like the West for the NBA, basically. NFC. Nobody cares about the AFC in the East. (laughs) A couple of the Hall of Fame (laughs) inductions this year. Pretty nice ones. Brian Dawkins, Ray Lewis, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, and Brian Urlacher. And it's about fucking time they put Terrell Owens in the Hall of Fame. I don't give a fuck what he does off the field, his antics, blah, 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 blah. His his numbers prove that he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. His numbers prove it. Like, I don't understand what the big fuss was about, you know, because he, he's a dickhead. Yeah, so what? So is Chad Ochocinco. So is Randy Moss. You know, there's a lot of dickheads, but the dude put up fucking numbers, like, he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame a while ago, would you say? Exactly. I would say so, too, and I actually had this written down um, for for two of the people in the Hall of Fame. Um, so for T.O., do you think he's going to have his uh, comeback? Do you think he's healthy enough, and do you think he's like an asset, or would he just be a distraction to another team if he uh, – if he actually did come back and play for I don't think he can come back just for the fact that I don't think anybody wants to give him the chance with because of how, his age. I mean, he, he looks like he's in shape. Look like he could still, you know, he could still go. Jay Rice, fuck, he went to like, what, he was like 44 or something like that, 43. So I'm pretty, yeah, yeah, so I'm pretty sure T.L. could do, He might be a little slow, but, you know, I think I think he could still put up, put up some numbers. I mean, he ain't going to put up no – you know, 2005 T.O., shit like that. But I think he could, he could still help out the team on, like, third down, you know, a couple slot plays. But I just don't, I don't think they'll give take the chance on him just for the fact of the way he, you know, his ego and the way he is and for his age. Yeah, you think he would be to any team that he went to What's or something? That? You think he would be a distraction to a team that he, he went to? Yeah, I think – he might be. It depends on what team, and it, yeah, possibly because it seems the media would probably be all over his nuts. And they would be more. Oh yeah, focused for sure. On what Tio's doing than what the team's doing, because it'd be like, oh, Tio's returning, blah blah blah, you know. So I think it might. Yeah, I think right. it actually probably would be a distraction, and that's probably why nobody wants to give him a chance. And it makes sense. Exactly. But he should just be happy he made it in the Hall of Fame. It's well deserving, and congratulations, Tio. Right. So that brings me to my second uh, person that made it into the Hall of Fame. I'm just going to ask straight up blunt. Did Ray Lewis commit oh, murder? Oh, asking the hard hitting questions on his pod. <laughs> oh, shit. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead oh, the fifth. <laughs> uh, it's funny because Ray Lewis killed that guy. 
Uh, <laughs> Ray Lewis killed the guy. He's in the Hall of Fame. What the? Well, I guess it's, it's possible, folks. You can kill a guy and end up in the Hall of Fame in the NFL. Here to hear. Or, or you can kill somebody and you can end up in a cell, get raped by a guy, and then hang yourself. Oh, Aaron Hernandez. Oh, Aaron Hernandez. Shit. <laughs> he, uh, went th- he went there, folks. I went there, everybody. Don't worry about it. I love Ray Lewis. He's a beast. He deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. Murder or no murder. <laughs> right. He deserved to oh, be there. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like. So I guess we were just talking about come. Uh, I'll, I'll say one. Okay. And I'll let you go. But uh, I guess we were talking about comebacks. Do you think uh, Johnny Manziel ever going to make a comeback? Fuck no. He's, he's going to be stuck <laughs> in the CFL. He is done. Yeah. He is not coming back to the NFL. He fucked his opportunity up bad. Yep, I think it's the same thing as like Tim Tebow. You know, Tim Tebow is a little bit different how he left the NFL, but I don't think Tim Tebow is ever going to make it back. And I don't think that uh, Manziel is ever going to make it back either. He was butt. I don't. I don't even think he had a good game. Like I don't remember ever hearing about a good game that he had or anything. And even if he did, he played for the fucking Browns. <laughs> exactly, so <who> <laughs> fucking Browns. Anybody, like I said earlier, Browns is the death hole for the QBs. It's black hole. Like if you're a QB and you get drafted by the Browns, you might as well just fucking retire because your career is fucking over. Yeah. And RG three is a fucking idiot for thinking that Cleveland was going to revive his career because now look where he's at. Third string for yeah, the Ravens. Trash. Now he's talking about being better than fucking Lamar Jackson. And he thinks that he's going to start for the Ravens and stuff. He'll he's be lucky to make the practice squad on- and not make it through fucking training camp. Fuck or preseason, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Hopefully he come back healthy. I think he is going to be one of the best. That's who. That's, that's one person. Yeah, that's, totally yeah, I know, that's one QB. Definitely, I forgot to put him close to my top five because just because I forgot he got injured, so like I kind of threw a little hair yeah. on it. But I think um, five games. I think he played like what five games before he got hurt or something right? like that. Once they threw him in, like automatically they were like clicking. Like he made yeah. that offense go. It was freaking crazy how many touchdowns he was putting up in that game against the Pats, even though they lost. That's probably the game, one of the games of the year, I think. Is back and oh, forth, yeah. back and forth for sure. And uh, I really like him. I think he's and it's funny because a lot of dudes when he was coming out of college were like, "Oh, he ain't gonna be NFL. He's not good for the NFL." Yada yada yada. Really? Because he's fucking proving right. you wrong right now. I mean, he only played a few games. Yeah, they're saying the same thing about Lamar Jackson too, because he's kind of like the same style player as well. Right, so and we see. I Mar- brings me into Mariota here too, and he's the same kind of player, and he's getting a lot better as well, I think. And- yeah, yeah, I actually was going to put him uh, as like my sleeper pick for quarterbacks up there and stuff, but then I kind of thought about it, and I was like, eh, I don't know. He's had he's had enough chances, I think, uh, to like show his worth, and he just kind of keeps getting injured and stuff. But if he can stay healthy, I think he's definitely a good quarterback for. You know, whatever team he's on. I think so. they should get offensive line because the Titans, they have a pretty solid team and they're in a pretty bad division. So, I mean, it's winnable. Well, except for the Jaguars, yeah. of course. But I think uh, they could win the division right. or make a wild card. So, I mean, that whole division is really up in the air. You got the Colts, the Jags, the Titans, and the Texans. So, I mean, that freaking, the whole division is really up in the air. Speaking of the Colts, right. Andrew Luck coming back. Do you think he's going to be the same, or do you think he might be? Uh, he might be done. Nope, I think he's going to get injured again, and I think he's done. I don't. I never. I never really saw the hype from him either. I think he was just a good college quarterback. You know, he was just another Tim Couch or freaking. You know, just another good college quarterback that come out and was highly praised and everything, but just never. Never, you know, came to fruition or transpired into what he should have been. I guess so. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, I'm buying anything on. I have to agree, just for the fact that their offensive line is fucking atrocious, and he's constantly getting hit. Like, there's not almost like almost every play he's getting hit or at least touched. Like, their line was terrible. I don't know if they worked on it this off season, but they're definitely gonna have to if they want to protect their fucking quarterback because. Right. Well, and he's already got hurt shoulder too. And I mean, when you're a quarterback with a hurt shoulder, your your career is not going to be very good. 
lingering injury like his where he's constantly hurting from it. He comes back for one game, plays like shit, and then, you know, another four or five weeks because he's still injured. So Right. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but I agree. I don't think he's going to be uh... – He's gonna be back to his old self anymore. That's for sure. No, that's like not. old Seattle. Seattle is gonna be on the decline now. I don't know if they're gonna be. They're gonna Shit, be great not. anymore. They, just, <laughs> they lost Pete their whole defense, basically. Yep, you need to fire Pete Carroll. The dude is done. They should have fired him after freaking he decided to throw the ball on the <laughs> one yard line. Right. On. That's what told. That's what he told you. Ever since he's just been making dumb. Dumb and dumber decisions every single time. Like, how do you get rid of your entire defense? You know, you're like probably the most best cornerback in the league a year ago. You know, I wouldn't say Sherman's best the best in the league ever now. Talk about me. <laughs> right? Man. He's weak. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but he's pretty beastly. But I think yeah, you lose him, and then you got freaking Earl Thomas crying and whatnot, out, and then Chancellor retiring because injuries and stuff. It's just like. Yeah, their defense is looking pretty pretty and shady. Legion of so. Doom is uh, almost no more here. Looks like Legion of Doom, the Denzos. So I'll just bring up this uh, this doucher real quick. I mean, I'm not I'm not hating on him because of what he you know what he that his cause what his cause is for what he's doing this for. But do you think Cap is hurting himself by suing the NFL? And like, if he wants to play uh, for the NFL, if he still wants to play for a team, do you think it's hurting him by doing this? Yeah, if he still wants to play for a team, he's done. Like, ain't nobody going to sign him a contract. But, I mean, I know why he's doing it. He's trying to get his money and stuff. And pretty much anybody can win a lawsuit over any type of little bullshit. So, yeah, I think in hindsight, it's probably smart because he's trying to get his money from the league and stuff. But at the same time, I think it's just, like, it's pretty petty and dumb. Like, you know, move on. Don't be like the – the heartbroken ex that keeps coming back and you know wants to throw shade or wants to try and sue or whatever because they're mad because they didn't get their way or because they were told they couldn't do something you know i mean when you're in the nfl you're going to work so i mean honestly if all the people that are your bosses that sign your contracts and stuff if they tell you not to do something or they tell you you need to act a certain way or something like that while you're you know portraying them as their team or whatever then you got to do that and if you don't want to live up to that you know, stigma, then I guess that's what happens. They kick you off the team. They don't want you back in the league. And then you just sit there and right. play pity party. And like, so, and yeah, just for I don't the record, buy it. I just want to let everybody know, like, I don't hate on, I don't disagree what he's protesting. You know, I totally get it. Like, I'm all for it. You know, I just don't think that was the right time or place to do it. And yeah, I just, I just want to make sure that I just want to throw it out there that I'm not against any of what he's standing for, you know, what he's, okay. Can't say standing for what he's kneeling for <laughs> is what I should say, put in better words, but I'm not against any of that. You know, I totally get it. I understand, but I just don't think it was the right place and the right time to do it. Cause now it's just causing this big old scene in the NFL. And I'm, you know, I watch football for the game. I don't watch it for all the theatrics beforehand and afterhand. And all that shit, you know, exactly. I'm watching this for the game. And it's just getting super, super old, seeing all of this stuff constantly, you know, pop up all the time. You know, I mean, I get it. You know, I just don't want politics in my sports, so, you know. I think he could have did it a different way. I think, like, the whole kneeling thing, like, at the flag, I, I don't really get that just because I feel like if they're trying to, portray police brutality or something i don't think that has anything to do with the anthem or america you know because there are african-american police officers there's hispanic police officers they're not just white police officers that are racist you know so i don't think like the whole kneeling thing uh, uh, during the anthem was the best way he could have went about it like maybe he could have used his platform differently by maybe like speaking out more rather than just like kneeling, I guess, you know, maybe like go on camera saying like, you know, I'm, I'm protesting this because whatever, whatever, and then do it, not just do it and like have everybody in an uproar. Like, why are you doing that type thing? And then everybody else wants to follow suit. I think he could have just did it a better way. You know, like I think the way he went about it was kind of dumb. I mean, he could have done it a better way. And then all the rules that are coming about after it, I think are stupid too. Like, 
telling them, well, if you don't want to stand for the national anthem, then you just have to stay in, in your locker room. Like that just defeats the whole purpose. Like if you want everybody out there to respect the flag and to respect the anthem, then you should make them be out there and not, <laughs> you know, hold them back in the locker room or whatever while they're still not doing the, the ceremony or being out there during the anthem and stuff. It kind of defeats the whole purpose of why you're, you know, enforcing it, I guess. Basically. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think he went about it wrong. But like I said, I, I agree with what he's doing, what he's standing for. Like, I totally get it. But like you said, though, too, there's, you know, there's African-American cops versus Hispanic cops. Just like, I think it's just a touchy subject, you know, because it's the race thing. And I try not to get too much on it because yeah. I don't want people to think I'm racist because obviously I'm not, <laughs> you know. So, I was wondering. Yeah. I go in either I just saying like the whole you know police brutality doesn't have anything with to do with the national anthem so I understand why he did it but I think he could have done something differently not you know kneel during the anthem because what does that it doesn't really fix anything you know a a police officer is not gonna not beat somebody or not shoot somebody or whatever just because oh Colin Kaepernick kneeled during the national anthem like he could have done something different, you know, gave into charities or went out into communities where it's happened before and like talk to police what, officers what or something like now, that. Basically. Yeah. Basically what he's doing now, which is way smarter, you know, and that's why he's not in the league anymore because he chose a shitty way to do it. You know, I understand the cause and the cause makes sense, but the way he went about it just didn't, didn't right. make sense. Didn't fit the mold of what, what should have happened really in my well, But, and then off of it just, don't make any sense right. either, you know. Well, if he doesn't make it back to the NFL, the there's well, it's not really a rumor; it's confirmed the XFL is making a comeback. What do you think about that? Do you think it? I don't know if it will compete with the NFL per se, but I think it'll give you know us another, you know, just something else to watch. You know, another football to watch. You know, I think that'd be kind of cool. Like a little bit of competition, I would say, but I don't think it's gonna really compete with them too much. Yeah, if it did compete, it'd take a long time. I think it'd, it'd have to be, you know, in the future, a like couple years down the road or something. I think the XFL would have to get their feet wet and kind of get rid of that uh, the stigma of being the old XFL where it was just kind of like a sideshow and a laughing sock, basically. And obviously it didn't last very long. So I think if they go away from that and they kind of do it more legit and, you know, maybe not have all the stupid rules that the NFL has – like the one that we didn't get to talk about, but we can at the end, uh, like lowering your head into the tackle or whatever, just some of those stupid rules that just don't make sense or whatever. If they can change some of that and like, you know, make it a better league, a more, more fun league, but not as theatrical as it used to be or whatever, you know, without all that, I think they could maybe potentially give them a run for their money, but definitely not within like the first year or two. I think the NFL's, tried and true you know it's been around for so long and yeah it's a, it's a tradition and xfl would have to gain their own tradition to be able to compete with the nfl oh, yeah. i opinion. don't think they'll go back to the theatric thing just for the fact that they know that's what pretty much brought them under is all the shit that they did oh, back yeah. then was because they tried to implement too much wrestling into the football instead of actually playing football exactly so i think if they just you know well, it's not going to be traditional football. There's going to be different rules. So it'll be interesting, actually, really interesting to see how this whole thing plays out and uh, what teams were, you know, what teams are going to get. Because it'd be kind of cool to see Portland get a football team. You know, it might not be the NFL, but it'd be kind of cool to see them have a football team regardless, you know. Right. Yeah, I would think so. I think so, have, too. You know, we don't have college football here. So I think it'd be kind of cool to have some kind of professional you know, sports team besides the Blazers, of course, and I guess hockey. Do we know we don't have a hockey team? Yeah, we have the Portland no, it's not Hawks. Professional, it's semi-pro, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have I'm pretty sure, yeah. But... Portland Timbers? Yeah. But... That's fucking yeah, We don't talk about soccer yeah. on this podcast, shit. Yeah, what the hell? This is your podcast, and you don't talk uh, about soccer, you shut your ass up. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> Fuck, moving Fuck on. Up. <laughs> Top wide receivers. In um, other news, well, actually, let's go. Let's let's talk about your uh, the hits that leading with the helmet. I like that. Um, yeah, I think that's that whole rule. That whole rule is pretty ridiculous, considering the fact a lot of the flags they do throw 
the dude's hitting him in the shoulder pad. Like he's not even, I mean, yeah, he's leaning with his helmet, but he ends up hitting him in the shoulder. He doesn't even, some of them do crack, you know, crack heads, but it seems like majority of them like hit the shoulder. And I think maybe it's just happens so fast that they can't catch it. So they just throw the flag just because, you know, they're like, all right, well, it looks like a helmet to helmet. So we're just going to throw the flag regardless. Yeah. Well, I think with the wording of the rule too, they worded it as the uh, defender can't lower his head into the tackle. Well, if you're going for a tackle, I mean, who wants to leave their head up in the air if like there's another defender coming to tackle or something. So you get spearheaded in the side of the head. Like sometimes there has to be, there's times where you have to, to drop your head, not to like initially hit the person with your head, but just to kind of move out of the way of other flying bodies. Or, you know, if the dude's trying to jump over you or something, you might have to dip your head so you don't freaking get kicked in the head or something, you know, something like that. So I don't really understand how they're going to address that rule and everything, but I was reading an article um, on some of the players talking about it and stuff. And they were saying, you know, it's like such a uh, fast sport and everything that, literally you don't have time to like hesitate or to second guess like, Oh shit, should I hit this guy like that? Or should I not, you know, like they don't have the reaction time to be able to think about it. And if you do think about it, then you're either going to get injured or the player's gone and he's already scored a touchdown, you know? So I think the, I think the changing of the rules is just kind of bogus and they, they're just trying to do too much with it, with the whole new. Oh yeah. It seems like it'd be kind of awkward to like tackle with your head looking up while you're like trying to wrap the guy around like it just seems like it'd be kind of awkward to tackle like that. that's not how i was tackling when i played football in middle school so. exactly yeah they're trying to change the way people tackle and it's like these are grown-ass men that have played football since probably peewee since they were five years old you know and they play tackle football since they were i don't know seven or eight or something so like they've all learned how to properly tackle somebody and then now the nfl is trying to change it because they want it to be safer so they're trying to change it to make it you know safer for the league which doesn't make sense you're trying to change something that people have done repetitiously for many many years and then you're just trying to change it on a whim because you want the league to be safer which makes sense but at the same time it's like roger goodell i think just does too much he's just trying to trying to do too many changes and I think it's not good for the league, which kind of is one of the things I wrote down is, is Roger Goodell good or is he bad for the league? I think he's a fucking nuisance at this point. It just seems like way too much of a distraction. Like, you don't really hear about Adam Silver in the NBA. Or I don't even know who the fucking NBA, MLB's commissioner is. You never hear about that motherfucker. Like, why is Roger Goodell always right. so fucking talked about? Because he's fucking retarded. Sorry, I don't mean to use that word, but he's fucking, he's just fucking moronic. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't. Yeah. Everything he says that comes out of his mouth doesn't make any sense. It's like a shit show, basically, and I don't understand why why they can't get in. Can't the owners, like, veto him out, or do they actually like him? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, the owners, if they wanted to, they could could do a, a vote, and they could, like, you know, impeach him, basically, or whatever, if they wanted to. But I think majority of them respect him and stuff, and I don't think that they want to do that, per se. So, and like you're saying, the the sport's so yes. fast paced. Like you're not gonna be able to catch like every little thing you do. I think they just need to work, keep working on making the equipment safer. Because I understand, like the yeah, make, make the equipment safer, and then also like watch the players more. Like if they're malicely doing it, like if they're intentionally leading with their head to like hit somebody hard just to get a big crack or like a momentum change or something, then throw a flag, you know, but like if they're dropping their head because they're trying, yeah, then start finding them. But if they're just trying to drop their head just to make a safe tackle, you know, and then you throw a flag like happened in the the game last night, the, like the first three flags were all um, leading with the helmet or something like that. And they were all like bogus ass plays. I watched a couple of them and I was just like, yeah, I don't even see where the foul is. How's that a foul? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a big problem, honestly. Um, so I don't know. It'll be kind of weird to see, though. How it, I feel like it might cost. Might it's going to uh, it might cost some teams games with that with that flag because you know some bullshit tackle or remember that happened with the Niners a few years ago when uh, I believe it was Navarro Bowman or Maud Brooks tackled Drew Brees square in the chest, hit him really hard in the chest, and they called the flag for unnecessary roughness. That's how you fucking tackle somebody. He hit his helmet square in the chest. Yeah, the quarterback, 
We got to protect the quarterbacks, you know. It was literally half a second after he released the ball. It's because his head went flashed back, but it's because he got hit in the chest. So that play still fucking fired me up, boy. Oh, man. That shit. Right. They really got to work on that. Well, let's talk about the top five wide receivers. Who do you think? Obviously, Jones and Brown are going to be the one and two, I I would say. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I picked uh, for – I have my uh, last year and this year's best receivers. Last year I picked for uh, AB, um, and then this year I got Julio is the best receiver coming out. So those are my picks. But, yeah, definitely Brown and then Julio at the top. And then uh, I don't know. I'm not really sure how Sheik's down after that. There's there's quite a few good receivers this is who, and stuff. This is who, this is who I, got. So I got Jones at one, Antonio Brown at two. I got DeAndre Hopkins at three. Tyree Kill at four, and this is probably going to be a surprise just because he's kind of old, but Larry Fitzgerald, motherfucker, still gets it done. Like, I have so much respect for that guy. I know he's in our division and he plays us twice a year, but, man, he's fucking put up numbers every single year with the fucking most ridiculous QBs. Like, except, for you know, those couple years with Kurt Warner, like all the other years, he's had fucking bum-ass quarterbacks, and he still produces numbers, just like DeAndre Hopkins before he got Deshaun Watson. It's just those, right. receive, those kind of receivers, those are, you know, those are great receivers and they can still put up numbers with fucking garbage ass fucking quarterbacks. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'd probably have to agree with that top five too. That, that's a pretty good top five. There's, there's a lot of good receivers yeah, yeah. in the league though. I mean, a lot of people put Odell Beckham in there, but I don't like him. I ain't putting him in there. Uh, yeah. I don't care about him. I think he's just a, he's a one play one play type of guy or whatever, he'll give you one big play, but he's not going to give you consistent catches and stuff like a, like a Brandon Marshall Brandon or Marshall, somebody like that. Would, like, you know, oh. <laughs> he's old, but I'm saying like when he was younger and stuff, like he'll get you freaking 13 receptions in a game or, you know, a lot of receptions in a game. I think he, doesn't he have the record for like most receptions in a game or he tied it or something yeah, like that. He might've beat it actually. I think it was 21. I, I believe so. And then uh, you can't sleep on Adrian Green, too, of course. He is always a beast. But oh, yeah, definitely. Numbers. But yeah, like you said, there's a lot of great receivers in the league. So definitely hard to narrow it down to the top five. That's just my top five, in my opinion. Like That's, what, that's who I would pick for mine. Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of picked who, who I thought was best last year and who I thought's going to be the best this year, obviously. So, I mean, it obviously has to be Brown and Julio, one and two. Right. Um, all right. Well, I think we're going to end it on the my last thing I got here, unless you got anything else. Uh, only thing I got was uh, that we didn't talk about is do you think Le'Veon Bell is worth um, a bigger contract and do you think he's worth – um, staying with the Steelers and getting more money with it depends them. if he can stay out of trouble or not. It seems like he tends to get in trouble a lot. And the whole oh, yeah, thing's fucking gay though. Like, like you know, it, we've on that, but... they, should, they should just turn to like the NBA and just look, you know, turn their cheek on weed. Anything else makes sense, but if fucking NFL players are smoking weed, right. let them smoke like, weed. Yeah, I, no, I agree with that. But at, at the same time, you got to look at the other light. Like they signed a contract. They know, like, you know, what they yeah. got to do. And, you know, if they want to make all that money, like, I would probably quit for a little bit to make millions of dollars shit. Like, <laughs> you know, so if they right. want to, you know, smoke them off season. Don't smoke during the season. Like, or at least, like, read about it. They all do. They all even, a lot of them have admitted that that's what they do. They all smoke during the off season and stuff because they don't get tested during the right. off season. That's so the best time to do would be during the off season. So, yeah, I think uh, if he can stay out of trouble, stay healthy. He could probably be worth the money. I mean, he's definitely a playmaker. He can catch balls out of the backfield. He's, he's definitely worth it, I, I would say. Like, every time you put the ball in his hands, he's going to he's gonna make a play for you, you know? So, I think he'd, he'd definitely be worth a, a good contract, probably a Todd Gurley type contract right. or something. And the Steelers better not let him go because they'll be definitely be kicking themselves in the ass if they do. Oh, yeah. They ain't got no backup right. for him. And, you know <laughs> – I can't end this without talking about my 49ers going on the rise, boy. All right. You have a good day. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) You know, Jimmy G coming to Frisco to save us, bring us number six. 
shit. I don't know about all that. Seattle on the decline. I feel like they're overrated. I think the Steelers are going to get another chip before the 49ers really do. Fucking hope not. They already have six. They already fucking beat us. They don't need another one. Exactly. And then we got fucking Richard Sherman on defense. And we got that line. And we picked our offensive line this year. We just need another receiver. We got that running back from Minnesota. I think it's going to be a fucking solid year. And I'm fucking stoked. See what happens because we've been shit ever since the fucking idiot owner decided to fire Jim Harbaugh because he's a fucking idiot. Fucking moron. Exactly. But now we got to see if y'all can get past the Rams. Like I said, I feel like they're overrated, honestly. I feel like that just because they're in your division. But on paper, they're not overrated. I feel like they didn't play (laughs) that many great teams last year. And we almost beat them. With Brian Horia at QB. So, what's that? What, what, what do you guys say about that? Um, Brian Horia exactly. is trash. So he almost beat the supposed best defense <laughs> in the league of the Rams with almost with Brian Horia. Lost by three, and we lost because of the fucking ref. Doesn't know how to fucking make calls, but that's another story. We lost because of that. So, I mean, fuck Brian Horia. We got Jimmy G now. So, shit's on. Shit is fucking on. Wait and see. I'm st- Everybody got healthy, but yeah, that uh, Jimmy G and fucking Shanahan or whatever. That's a that's a good. Or yeah, what's yeah, his name? Yeah, Shane, was, no, not that's our coach. Oh yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a I think that's a good combo right there, coach and quarterback. I think I think they'll they'll come out and make some good plays and stuff or whatever. And he's undefeated as a starting yep. quarterback, so I don't know. We'll- We'll yep. see. It's definitely going to be a fun, interesting season, and I'll definitely have to get me a Jimmy G jersey if he does good. Brother. And he's dating a porn star, <laughs> so fuck, he's really living the big life. Right. He's dating a chick he used to fucking whack off to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, man. Well, I think we'll end her here. I uh, appreciate you coming on for uh, another episode. Definitely have to get you on for definitely. a the next time you get, you have one or whatever you want me on, give me a holler. Let Definitely. me know. You got any uh, social media plug or uh, pages you want to plug real quick or plug your podcast again? We got the name yet or what? Yeah, the podcast is going to be under the the Mix LR app, and then it's just D McKee twenty three. But uh, I'll post a uh, embedded link or whatever to that shit tomorrow when the right. fight start. And then, uh, yep, pretty much everybody else already know. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Instagram. You don't know. You already know. Yeah. You already know what the fuck going on. You already know what the fuck time it is. Demon key time, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. All right, brother. I'll hit you up later. Appreciate you. Sounds good. Right, Have later, a good one. Wait. And that's going to do it here for episode number four of Talking with Ballin'. Of course, big shout out to my brother Dustin for coming back on the show and talking some football with me. I appreciate you, homie. Make sure to be on the lookout for his live pod of the OFC fight tomorrow night. It's going to be exciting stuff. And make sure to keep following me on all my social media accounts to look out for future episodes. Until next time, falling out.